to the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. You're not coming out of the boat of being single just to get married. That's cool. But marriage is part of a bigger plan that God has for you and the person you're marrying. It's all about Jesus. So when you get out of, get out of, before you get out of a boat, you want to make sure you're going into a marriage because this marriage is taking you closer to Jesus. If it's taking you away from him, stay in the boat. In fact, we can see four kinds of singles in this scenario here in Matthew 14, 30. There are those <clears throat> that have heard Jesus give the call, give the green light, give the word, come out of the boat, but they don't come out of the boat. They stay right in the boat. In fact, there are some that need to stay in the boat, not because anything is wrong with them. It's because they don't want to get married. That's okay. Those, I'm not talking about those single individuals. They don't want to get married. They could care less about marriage. That's not their thing. They have the gift of being single. I know a lot of times people ask me that question. Um, Tokes. <laughs> There's a trepidation in their voice and their look. That alone should tell them they don't have the gift, but <laughs> the fact that you're asking <laughs> is a sign that you don't have the gift. I guess the... <laughs> I guess it's because it's, it hasn't worked out. <laughs> so they figure they must have the gift. I said, no. <laughs> it's probably a whole bunch of other issues, but it's not because you have the gift. <laughs> okay? There are people, they don't want to get married. They don't care about it. Okay? Those are not those I'm talking about. But here it is. I'm talking about people that want to get married. They've gotten the word from God. The first kind of single person. They don't get out of the boat. They stay in the boat. The second kind of single person is the person that says, that gets the word from God. They step out of the boat, but that's it. They don't walk. They don't move on. They just step out of the boat. A guy walks up to you. Hi, how you Can I have your number? Sure. You give him his number, your number. He calls you. You don't respond. <laughs> a guy walks up to a lady. Hey, you know, can we go out sometime? You say, hey, sure. Here's my number. He doesn't call. Or he sets up a date. You, you, you spot yourself up. Your hair is good. You show up and for the next two hours in the restaurant waiting for the guy, you're looking at your watch. He didn't show up. He stepped out of the boat. But that's it. The third kind of person is the person that gets the word. They step out of the boat. They walk on the water. But that's just it. They just walk on the water. They're not, there's no purpose behind it. I guess you might call them serial daters. Hey, you want to go out for a date? Hey, you're excited and everything. They date you. said, okay, cool, nice. Dinner. Dating somebody next the other day. In fact, they probably tell you while they're dating you, talking about, oh, you know, I'm going to be hanging out with, <laughs> with Susie. In fact, let's be quick because i got to see Susie in like 20 minutes. <laughs> dating just to be dating. No purpose. Or ladies doing likewise. Same thing, just... All over the place, dating different people, going to different things. And what are you doing? You know, 
But the fourth kind of person, that's the person we need to be like Peter. There's a purpose. You're not getting out of the boat just to show that you can't get out of the boat and get your nene on or something like that. No, there's a purpose. You're going to Jesus. So before you get into a relationship or get married to someone, you want to make sure that this person and you are going toward Jesus. That the end result of this marriage is one that is a reflection of more of what God has for you too. Okay? So, that's point number five. Point number six, don't take your eyes off Jesus. Don't take your eyes off Jesus. The Bible says when Peter saw the wind, well, the only way he could have saw the wind was when he took his eye off Jesus. Then he began to sink. Why did you take your eyes off Jesus? It's finding interesting. Somebody's praying to, to be in a relationship. You know, they go to church, they join a connect group, join a singles group, whatever, to believe in the Lord, seeking God, God blessing them with someone, and they disappear, paper all over the place. What happened? You came to Jesus for someone. Jesus heard your cry. Jesus opened the door, and someone comes. It's one thing if you're, you know, seeking this person together with the Lord for a while, but sometimes... The person popped in, you know, they met someone for the first time, first time, you know, and they decided to go out. They don't come anymore. That's it. I've got what I want. Jesus, thank you. Peace. (laughs) I'm out. Well, sometimes I'm out as you're down under the water. Don't take your eyes off Jesus. What I find interesting about the story, I stand corrected, but I believe it's in Matthew 14. If you back to verse 24, he says, the wind was blowing the boat, which means the storm was there before he stepped out of the boat. The storm was already there. So why is it a different? What difference does it make? If it was that bad, you should have stayed in the boat. But you knew that the storm was there. But you came out of it because... You were looking at Jesus, and because you were looking at Jesus, you were able to stay afloat. But why is not why is the storm not taking your focus off the Lord, the person that got you to walk on this, to handle this, to control this? From a logical standpoint, well, maybe it's because it's a different vantage point now. You see, it's one thing when you're in the boat and you see the storm, at least you're in the boat. But now you're not just in the boat. You are literally in the face of the storm. That's a different vantage point. Like in the boat, you're like, oh, man, it's crazy, but I got the boat. But on the storm, you're like, oh, this is crazy. I'm like, man, I'm going down. Nevertheless, the point is don't take your eyes off Jesus. Okay? It's point number six. Point number seven, be quick to ask for help. Be quick to ask for help. For help. The story didn't say Peter sank all the way. The story said he began to sink. Beginning to sink. He cried out to the Lord to save him. There's a reason why he didn't sink all the way. Because he was quick to ask for help. I want to encourage you. Be quick to ask God to help you. Don't wait till the marriage burns to ashes. 
before you say, you know what, maybe I need someone to pray for, or help me pray about this situation. What situation is burnt right now? The minute you noticed that he was upset, the minute you noticed that she was upset, ask God to help you. Don't let it escalate and build and build. And all of a sudden, you walk into your house and she's gone. With 75% of your belongings. Or the other way around. He's gone. Be quick to ask for help. Be quick to ask for help. Now, the reason Peter's out of the, of the, of the boat is because Jesus told him to. Some of you probably feel that way. He didn't get offended. He didn't get offended like, Jesus, man, I mean, what's, what's the deal? I was finding the boat. You're the one that told me to come out. I came out and look at what's happening. You know, he was like, help me. Which means I still trust you. I don't know what happened, but I trust you. Help me. We don't have time to get offended with God. Because we know, I, we know the part of people coming out of the boat, coming out of the boat without seeking God. But here's the fact. There are people that are seeking God. They don't do nothing unless God gives them the green light. And there are people that have sought the Lord and God gave them the green light and they went under and they can't get it. And I, I feel like maybe some people are offended. Like, God, why did you play me? God wasn't playing you. Sometimes we may not, never understand why God does some things sometimes. Sometimes God lets us see our limitations. Because Peter is impulsive. You know, Peter was like, he didn't ask, you know, is it okay to come? You know, what are some of the things that need to be married? He was like, yo, Lord, if it's you, he put it on Jesus. Yo, if it's you, beat me to come. Oh, it's like that. Come. What's up, fellas? <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Hey, help me out. You know, sometimes, you know, <laughs> we think we have arrived. And sometimes, man, God's like, okay, you need to, I can tell you. In fact, I've been telling you for a while, but you didn't get it. So I'll just let you go through it so that you can come to that conclusion yourself. How many of you know that when you reach the conclusion that, you know what? God needs to do some things in me that is more effective than when other people tell you, you know, you got an issue here. But regardless of the case, Peter was like, Jesus helped me. And Jesus caught him. Okay. So the point I'm trying to make is be quick to ask for help. Don't wait because if he waited, he would have been under the water. I don't think he can ask for help from under the water. And of course, we know <laughs> Jesus is supernatural, but the point is be quick. You get into a relationship, things are not going well. Don't wait. Don't let it fester. Be quick. Say, God, help me. Okay. Number eight, you are closer than you think. Don't break down before you break through. Amen. You are closer than you think. Don't break down before you break through. The scripture says Jesus caught him. Jesus stretched and caught him. It didn't say Jesus ran to him. Oh, Peter, hold on. I got you. It didn't say Jesus dove and said, hold on, Peter. I got you. He didn't say Jesus threw a rope. Hold on, Peter, I got you. 
Bible says Jesus stretched. Just look at me. Look at me. I'm stretching. If I'm stretching, then Peter was like there, which means he was very close to Jesus before he began to sink. Why? Why is it that every time we're right close to that breakthrough? We're right close to the man that God has for you. You're that close to the woman God has for you. You're that close to getting married. You're that close to your breakthrough. Then we break down. We are that close. Then you get that phone call from that other guy. You're that close. God put it in your heart to talk to her. You are going to talk to her. You are on your way to talk to her. You made up your mind. I'm going to talk to her tomorrow. I'm going to do it. Then today, that other girl came and asked you out. You were like, you know what? Began to sink. A distraction. Because the enemy knows, no, I can't let this happen. Right there. You are just right there. Right there. All of a sudden, you get bombarded with the enemy distracting you, telling you lies, people calling you. No, it's not going to happen. Everything was fine until you were that close. Then you start getting calls from family members. Friends who you look at as very spiritual and no more than you. I don't think um, this is God. <laughs> you know what I heard about so-and-so? I don't know. You want to think about this. Because you're already thinking about this. Because you already dealt with this in point number three. Take courage. Don't be afraid. You skip that point to four. You proceeded after God gave you a word. You stepped out. You walked. And you were going to Jesus. You skipped. Came all the way to point number eight, and the devil says, nah, they, 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 they scaled on my trap. I need to do something else. And right then, boom, someone says something to you and kills the whole deal. Now you have to get back in the boat and wait for the next open door, which I don't know how many years that takes, y'all. <laughs> So God is telling you, Jesus is telling you right now that you're closer than you think. Don't break down before you break through. Point number nine. Jesus caught him. Let the word of God take hold of you. Jesus is the word of God. He caught him. Okay? He caught him. And they went back into the boat together. Now, Peter walked based on a word from God. Okay? A word got him out of the boat. But it couldn't keep him walking on water. But the word caught him. And together they walked back into the boat. You need to have the word take hold of you. You see, ladies and gentlemen... Sometimes we depend too much on a word from God. There's a difference between a word from God and the word of God. A word is something you get once in a while. How many times have you heard Jesus tell someone to walk on water? <laughs> once. A word is something you hear once a month and while you are single. A word is something you hear once a week when you go to a church. So what happens between the time you get a word and the time you get another word? 
See, that's the challenge. Some people get a word. It fires you up. A word gets you out of the boat. A word makes you jump out. But once you're out, you're like, okay, um, you're on fumes. Now you begin to sink. The word sustains you. The word keeps you going. Jesus is the word. The Bible says Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever. The word is consistency. A word is inconsistent. A word is something again once in a while. So what happens is somebody gets a word today. Oh, they're fired up. Oh, we, we, we know how it is. We know how it feels. Oh, man, that word is for me. Oh, yeah, you're excited for a day. Maybe two days and third day. You're like, oh, man, Lord Jesus. Oh, help me out. Oh, you drag yourself onto the next word. Oh, man. Oh, man, that word was for me. Oh, you're excited. You're fired up. Woo. You feel like taking out the world. In fact, you jump out with your knife. Woo. And the enemy comes out with just a little cat. And you're like, oh, Lord, help me out. No, that's what a word does. When the word, when the word holds you, all bets are off. Because you have heaven's army behind you. The word of God is holding you. You don't call the shots. It's the one directing where you go. I once heard a story about a hot air balloon that was in the sky. A bunch of guys were in it. It began to malfunction, and because it malfunctioned, it was falling down on earth, and all the guys were scrambling. They were holding onto some ropes to kind of hold themselves so that, you know, they would not fall down to their death. Unfortunately, they could hold on but so much, and they began to slip, and they slept, and all but one fell to their death. The last guy landed safely. People came to him and said, how come you made it and others didn't? He said, well, he noticed everybody was holding on to the rope, but they could only hold on but so long. So what he did was he took the rope and he wrapped it around himself so that he wasn't holding on to the rope. The rope was holding on to him. That's how he survived. Sometimes we hold on to a word from God. We're like, I need a word, a, a, a word, you know, and God is like, you need to get to a point where you're not trying to hold on to a word. But the word is holding on to you. This is where you're rooted and grounded in the word of God. You're so full of the word where you don't need to start trying to get a word. Because the word holds you. Any situation comes, it's like automatic. Boom. God says, this is what happens. Boom. That is what happens. This may not be the best analogy. And I apologize if I mess up the movie for you if you've not seen it. Recently, I saw Dr. Strange. There was a part in the movie where he's trying to fight this dude and he was getting his butt kicked. There was a cape that grabbed him, boom, to help him fight the fight. The cape was directing him. This is what you need to do. This is where you need to go. He was trying to do his own thing, but the cape restrained him. Well, the cape is kind of like a picture for someone who doesn't understand spiritual things. Maybe you understand Marvel Comics. Watch that scene. The cape held him. The cape protected him. The cape helped him win that particular fight. Well, that's what the word does. You have your own idea of how you want to do things because you don't have enough of the word in you. But when you have the word in you, boom, it says, okay, it just holds you and keeps you. Not only are you able to walk on water, you can go back to where you need to be. Okay, at number 10. Make sure Jesus is on your boat. Amen. Okay? Amen. So we see Jesus on the water, 
But it's at the end that we see Jesus in the boat. Because the Bible says they got into the boat and the storm ceased. The storm ceased when they got in the boat. Which lets me know that with regard to what I'm sharing tonight, when you're single and Jesus is in your boat, you don't see the storm in marriage. You don't see the storm. The storm, storm sees when you have enough of Jesus and you as a single person. The same Jesus that was on the water is in your life. Both of them were in the boat together. The storm ceased. Make sure Jesus is in the boat. The same Jesus on the water, same Jesus in the boat. You have that, then you're ready to have a successful relationship. Number one, before you get into a relationship, pray. Number two, learn to be alone. Number three, take courage. Don't be afraid. Number four, before you proceed, make sure you get a word from God. Number five, whatever you do, Jesus is always the goal. Number six, then take your eyes off Jesus. Number seven, be quick to ask for help. Number eight, you're closer than you think. Don't break down before you break through. Number nine, like the word of God, take hold of you. And number 10, make sure Jesus is in your boat. Thank you very much, everyone. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.